Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. How about what Jaspreet Singh is saying about needs versus wants? And of course, it's Wednesday. We need to talk about the Jolts Report. Folks, this is the Daily Financial News for January 3rd. And first, let me get something out of the way that I should have done yesterday, but I didn't. So I want to make sure we do it today because it's important to me and hopefully it's important to you. And that is recognition of folks who are doing the work and writing great offers, and yes, even closing deals. I want to congratulate Andrew for getting his first deal and his golden ticket. I would like to congratulate Paul for getting his next deal, right? You can get as many black cards as you would like, so Paul, congratulations. And then finally, Gustavo and Sandy, congratulations on getting your golden ticket. I'm very proud of you. Your cards will be sent out in the mail, and yes, We are tracking our performance for 2024. So again, Gustavo Gustavo and Sandy, Andrew and Paul, thank you for letting me know that you've got uh, a deal done and your cards will be in the mail shortly. Let's get into it. It is that week. It is jobs, jobs, jobs. We get the JOLTS report today. We get ADP report tomorrow. And on Friday, we get the Economic Bureau of Labor Statistics the creme de la creme of the number on Friday. What is going on in the job market? Is it falling apart? Is it strong? These are all important things because it will lead the Fed to make decisions. It will impact earnings, lots of that stuff. So first up, the JOLTS report. And let's give you the numbers that just came in uh, a little bit ago. The JOLTS report again is essentially how many jobs are open and available. For the longest time, we were trending above 10 million and then 9 million. Last month, we broke below nine, uh, and the expectations uh, or estimates for this month were 8.85 million. If you remember last month, we had a massive miss to the downside, something like roughly 600,000. We missed again to the downside by not much, however. The JOLTS report came in at 8.79, so we were off about 60,000 job openings. Again, we are looking for the signs in all of the job markets. Is it decelerating or is it coming off the rails and crashing? Is it a plane landing, i.e. soft landing, or do we have bigger and bigger problems? As of today, with your JOLTS report, it still feels like it's coming in for a controlled landing. But again, the big, big, big number is Friday. Never forget that the ADP report has been all over the map, but undoubtedly will be market moving tomorrow. But that's it. That's the first of three numbers about jobs. Let's talk about Altos Research. Altos Research is specifically Mike Simonson, somebody I follow on Twitter, somebody that I watch on YouTube. He put a summary together about Altos Research. Oh, could I track gold black cards on on the whiteboard? I like that idea. Yeah, I think I should do that. I think we will track on the whiteboard. I will do that. 
Hopefully remember to do that tomorrow. Great idea. Thank you. I love doing these lives. You guys are awesome. I just want to let you know. Uh, so back to Altos Research. Mike Simonson, lots of great stuff. Very much in the weeds. It is my belief, much like the Thursday jobs report, right? Every Thursday, boom. It's like a drum, right? We get the weekly unemployment claims. It, it, it will be our first indicator that something is amiss. I believe Altos Research, in combination with Housing Wire, does a weekly inventory tracker, which will be the first signs of growing problems or, you know, return to craziness, both of which I hope do not happen. But what is Mike Simonson putting a pen in 2023? He is saying that inventory is slowly improving. As we ended the year, there were 513,000 single family homes available. That is up, up 4.4% year on year. Now, some of that is simply net new listings. Some of that is net new demand falling away. I believe it will get a lot more interesting the third week of January because I am hearing rumblings that these lower interest rates have uh, fired up certain segments of the market. But until we see the data, I'm not sure what to believe because there's lots of fake news out there, uh, but we shall see um, hopefully in the next two weeks or so. Number two, so number one, inventory slowly improving. Number two, sales are increasing. This is wild. Sales were up 20% year on year to end the year. Right, you gotta remember, we've talked about this a bunch on this channel, last November, December, January were horrible. The market essentially stopped. As we finished up 2023, sales were improving. Number three, price cuts are falling. Now folks, I don't know if you know this, and I know there's a lot of people that like to take pictures of Zillow and this and that price cuts. Did you know, throughout the course of history, homes on average have one third price cuts? It makes sense. Sellers come out with some aggressive number. Yours truly might call it wish pricing. Sometimes it sells, sometimes it doesn't. So it is not unheard of to have upwards of one third of active listings, whether it's 2015, 2018, 2023, it doesn't matter, about one third. So price cuts, 34.8%, so slightly above one third, but down 1.5% year on year. Again, makes sense, right? Last year was frozen this year more activity and then finally the creme de la creme the thing that we've been talking about for a while and so many people get wrong prices prices have inched up three percent year on year so again folks if you're not following altos research either on x slash twitter or on youtube that is where you would get the most up-to-date week-to-week information it is a place that i go to i believe it is a combination between altos research and housing wire uh, Mike and Logan, they are awesome follows. And you got to appreciate Logan uh, for his constant battle with the Crash Bros, something that entertains me to no end. How about rate cuts? I want to really, I want to really, really help you understand this. There are only three reasons we will have rate cuts in 2024. 
I will argue that only one of them is a good reason. The other two are kind of be careful what you wish for. The market's asking six, UBS is talking nine, the Fed is talking three. So rate cuts are coming, but how many? So I ask you to think about this. There are three choices. What are the percentages of each? One, inflation is falling. The Fed wants to maintain a restrictive nature of about 200 to 250 basis points. So they will cut, they will tinker to maintain their restrictive posture and not get more restrictive, right? Being more restrictive in a slowing economy could lead to bad things. So point number one, inflation is coming in. A soft, ending, a soft landing is looking more and more likely and the Fed will tinker at the edges. That is point one. Number two, something starts to break. I think the easiest example for you and I to understand is the job market. The job market, unemployment, layoffs, all of that, these are things that we have been watching. In fact, you and I watch them every Thursday. Let's just say for a moment that over the next 13 weeks, unemployment glows from week one at 227 weekly claims to 327, 347. That would be a sign that the job market is weakening in a noticeable manner. It is my belief that if something like that were to happen, that the Fed would be paying attention and the Fed would cut rates because again, they have a dual mandate, stable prices and full employment. Then there is number three, something broke. Black Swan, leverage this, leverage that, something broke and they have to cut to save the financial system. Those are the only three reasons. The problem is, is that right now, all three are possible. And depending on which one you believe is coming, you invest different. If you think a soft landing is coming and they will tinkle at the edges, you will invest one way. If you think something is going to start breaking, you will invest another way. And if you are in the camp that the world is gonna end and a black swan is gonna come swallow us all up and they're going right back to zero, you invest differently. I think all three, as we stand here on January 3rd, are possible. Some more than others, but you as the viewer need to ask yourself which one of those three are more likely to you. Jaspreet Singh, uh, Minority Mindset. I love what he puts out there, very positive, do the work. In his latest tweet, again, I follow him on X or Twitter, he is talking about needs versus wants. This is something you and I have been talking about for years. This is something that I told you that was key, was critical to Olivia and I getting our money right. We were like lots of people when we were 30. We were spending every single penny we made. If we got a check, we spent it. We enjoyed life, don't get me wrong, but we had nothing to pay for it. We were on a treadmill, and as our income went up, the treadmill got faster. When you're 30, you just keep running. But as someone who is now over 50, 
I could probably, I don't think I could keep that pace up anymore. So when you are on this journey, you're creating disposable income, you're becoming elite, you're going to do it for 10 years, you're going to become wealthy. You really have to understand need versus want. In fact, if you get my $99 course, get your money right, is a key concept. But here is the deal. Here's an example that Jaspreet Singh gave, which I think is perfect. You need a car. You want a BMW. You want a Tesla. If you are in growth mode, if you are at step zero or step one, you have to get re almost religious and focused on needs versus wants. We did it for 15 years. Our friends, our family made fun of us, felt sorry for us, didn't understand what was going on. It will happen to you also. Who cares? If you want to have a better future, do something different today. If you want to ball out and spend a month in Asia, if you want to ball out and spend three weeks in Europe in the same year, you got to do the hard work today. You got to do it consistently. You've got to be able to hold it for, in many cases, eight, 10 or more years. You own that. That is your choice. I want to call attention to a wonderful video I did with the one and only Omar uh, from Invest with Omar. Omar and I talk every Tuesday. If you don't know who Omar is, you are missing out. He has an amazing playlist on this channel. Omar has made a million dollars a year for seemingly six, seven, eight years in a row. I asked him yesterday if I wanted to make a million dollars in 2024, how would you do it? Folks, Omar gave you the playlist. He gave you the strategy. He told you how to do it. And he shared his story. Not to steal the thunder from the video, but just realize that Omar had to execute for 12 years. But there are things that you can do today. And hint, it's not multiple streams of income. It's not do seven things. It is get focused on what you are uniquely good at or uniquely focused on. I call it getting elite. If you want to make a million dollars in 2024, I suggest watching Omar in his awesome video. And then finally, a lot of people have asked me what my favorite books are, what are my favorite games to get rich. Uh, if you go to my website, onerentalatatime.com, I think it's the third or fourth box that said, these, get me, these made me rich. Simply click on that link and you will see the books and the games that made me rich. I have read hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of books. I have played all kinds of games and I give you the exact books that were really meaningful to me, that helped me move the needle in a positive direction. So again, go to onerentalatatime.com, click on the box that said, these made me rich. You know what? Let me know what your favorite is. If you go to my website today, onerentalatatime.com, let me know which book below was your favorite. Uh, and also there's a game there that is really, I, you know, it simply changed how we look at things as a family. And then finally, folks, we've got some numbers to talk about. Thankfully, we are slowly chopping away to get to 4,000 watch hours on Best of ORAT. We now sit at 122 hours away. 
please go to the website. There are plenty of two-hour videos of my boot camp and how to get rich and other stories and other interviews. If we can get these 122 hours done, it will qualify for monetization and I will stop talking about it on the daily financial news. Then lastly, we do seem to be stuck. We seem to be stuck. I think we've been stuck at 41 participants in the virtual Vegas event. I will be honest with you. I thought by now we would have sold hundreds. I think the opportunity to spend $99 to get access to 21 millionaires plus get the video after was a ridiculous price. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe I was wrong. But at the end of the day, we've got 41 people coming. I've already paid for it, so it will happen. And again, remember this, if you like to save money, I will undoubtedly sell this after the fact. It's not gonna be $99. I wanna get some motivation. I know some of you can't be there for the weekend because you're gonna do some stuff for President's Day. If you like saving money, buy it now so you get access as soon as it's coming. And one more thing, sorry, I dropped a card. This is when I normally should do these, so let me do them one more time. Congratulations, Paul, for getting your next deal. Gustavo and Sandy, congratulations on getting your first deal. And of course, to round it out, Andrew, congratulations for getting your first deal. Folks, have an amazing day. This is the Daily Financial News for January 3rd. Bye.